Happy Thanksgiving week, Evergreen and online friends. I know some of you have had the disappointment of curbing some of the guests who will be around your table, but it's still going to be a great Thanksgiving. I have my thankful pumpkin here on the screen for you. How's yours coming along? We did something fun with ours that you might want to try. We were celebrating our son-in-law's promotion at work and took the opportunity to share things we're thankful for about him. This can be such a cool thing to do at the meal that you're all together for, whether it's Thanksgiving or another meal. You can have each person express thanks for someone at the table until everyone has been appreciated. I wrote them as the entire family shared about Raleigh. You know, it's not always comfortable to be the focus of everyone's attention, but oh, when it's gratitude, it sure is encouraging. It's so good to be grateful for the ones in front of us, the ones we do life with day in, day out, the ones who see us at our worst and still love us. Gratitude changes us. But you know, I've been thinking about and grateful for grit in this season. That's right, grit, not gratitude. Grit is the strength of character or resolve that persists until a goal is reached, a project is finished, or a difficulty is overcome, whatever the obstacles or opposition might be. Now, the word grit is not in the Bible, but it is a synonym for a Bible word that I've been thinking about a lot lately, perseverance, or the older version of the word, long-suffering. Long-suffering? Isn't that a great Combo word for 2020? Perseverance or grit is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay. It's a stick to stamina, endurance. And grit looks like this feels. Oh yeah, it's rough. It's a little bit uncomfortable. I start asking after a while, how much longer do I need to do this? What about your life in 2020? What are some of the areas of life or circumstances where you've shown grit or persevered in? Take a moment and share that with your viewing partners. When I think of grit, I think of my friend, Becca Llewellyn. Becca and her husband, David, have been part of Evergreen for about five years. Becca trained to do an Ironman race that was scheduled for spring of 2020. Now we all know what happened to races and other events scheduled in that time frame. They were canceled. After nine months of intense training in swimming, biking, running, all the while working full time, her opportunity was taken away from her. Did that stop her? No, she continued training, entered another race, only to have that one canceled too. Now it was time to move after her husband's internship was done, so they threw a cross-country move into the mix. Finally, this fall on October 17th, not to be dissuaded or thwarted, she decided to do an Ironman race all on her own after 16 months of training. 
She mapped her course, assembled a support team of family and friends to cheer her on at various points, and set out to swim 2.5 miles, bike 112 miles, and then run 26.2 miles. Phew, I get tired just saying that. Jared and I got to go cheer her on in the middle of her run that night, along with a fun team of family who cheered her on through the entire race. She crossed the finish line after 14 hours and 36 minutes of racing. Wow! She did not let the pandemic or the race cancellations or a cross-country move stop her. That is grit. That is perseverance, that stick to that we all want to have. People who persevere through difficult circumstances have grit. We are living in times that require grit, that require us to persist in the face of difficulties and not give up. Whether it's online schooling or strain on our marriage as we navigate the requirements of a pandemic or the effects of it on our family, The financial strain of the restrictions as they tighten up and jobs are in jeopardy. Or parenting kids who are separated from friends, missing the interaction. Or maybe you're an educator working hard to help kids through the screens, but you see the gaps that break your heart. And still, you have to continue. Or you're a healthcare professional and you're scrambling to cover all the bases, but it's hard to keep the help. All of us feeling weary of wearing a mask, washing our hands, staying socially distant. You know, we as a church need to persevere in loving well. We need to persevere through our pandemic fatigue. One author's description of perseverance that I really liked is this. Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the other hard work you already did. Isn't that a great description? I took a grit assessment online. I bet you didn't even know that was a thing. It is. I scored 87%. Now, that's a B if I was in school. So I have to say I was only slightly disappointed being the overachiever that I am. If you're interested, you can email me for that link. Proverbs 2410 is very straightforward about what a lack of grit looks like. It says this, and I'm going to share it with you in three translations. The NIV says, if you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? The New Living Translation says, if you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. And the message says, if you fell to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Ouch, that's a hard one. So what do you do in difficult circumstances? What has been your pattern during this pandemic? Persist, falter, fail, or fall to pieces, or some combination of those? Would you stop for a moment and share with your viewing partners or your family? Or if you're alone, you can just tell Jesus about it, your answers to those questions. And whatever your answer, I stand with you and say, I need more grit too.
Let's consider God's wisdom for us from the book of Hebrews and talk about three things that'll help us persevere in tough times in the race that we're all running together. Follow as I read Hebrews 12, one through three. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let's run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer or author and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Three things that help us persevere in tough times are found in these three short verses. The first one is focus on Jesus. We keep our attention on Jesus, not what we're going through at the moment. You've heard the phrase prancing through the poop to describe going through tough stuff. Well, we need to prance through it without taking our eyes off of Jesus. We need to see our current circumstances in the larger context of who he is. That's what fixing our eyes on Jesus will do. As we focus on him, we become more aware of his strength, his grace, his love, his care, his provision, his power, his mercy, and the amazing future he has for us. We become more in tune to what he's saying to us. This, whatever we're going through is, is not the end. The rest of the story gets better. There's a simple chorus that reflects this reality. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That's what we're saying, friends. You see, one of my sisters had to go back to the hospital this week after complications from the surgery she had. Rick, a guy we enjoy hearing from on electric guitar, had his mom pass away this week, and he wasn't able to be with her. Priscilla, another one of our amazing volunteers, was just released from the hospital this past week and is still battling the effects of COVID-19, trying to breathe without oxygen assistance. I could go on with more stories. What do you do? What do we do? We fix our eyes on Jesus. When I got the word that my sister was very ill, I was walking into Fred Meyer to purchase items for my precariously housed student gift bags. One of the great things about wearing masks is that you can talk to Jesus while you're walking the aisles and no one really knows. As I prayed, I was reminded of his power to heal and the ability to be with her and comfort her even while we can't be. Focus on Jesus in the midst of the tough stuff and we find strength to persevere. Secondly, we need to know our why. You need to know your why, I need to know my why. Jesus knew his why when he went to the cross. He knew he was standing in the gap between us and God, taking care of the sin that had separated us from him once and for all. This future reunion with us gave him joy and helped him endure the cross, brushing aside the shame of it. He knew his why. Suffering is difficult, but when we know our why, we can endure it. 
So what is our why? Well, James writes about it in James 1, 2 through 4, when he says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Perseverance has a job to do in us, helping us mature or be complete with no missing parts, no missing gifts from God, no missing graces from Him in our lives, no missing fruit from Him. Perseverance helps us become more like Jesus. Suffering and difficulties have the potential to shape us more into the image of Jesus when we persevere. Now, God's greatest goal for you and I is to become more like his son, Jesus, that original goodness that Jared talked about last week. That's the work of perseverance or grit in our life. Now, I'm sure that Becca had to remind herself at several points in the months leading up to her big race and during the race itself, she even told me she did, of her why. And you and I need to do the same thing. Our why is becoming more like Jesus to become the whole person he designed for you and I to be. I want my husband to have a wife who's more like Jesus. I want my kids and grandkids to have parents and grandparents who are becoming more like Jesus. I want this church to have pastors that are becoming more like Jesus. To be truthful, friends, I want the world to have the best version of Anne possible. Perseverance is the path to that. This means that 2020 is a banner year for becoming more like Jesus. It's like the Olympics of becoming like Jesus. We have an opportunity in all the muck that we're walking through to come out on the other side, a better version of ourselves, more like Jesus. We remember James' words when he wrote, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Jesus knew his why, and that helped him endure the cross. We need to remind each other of our why. How would you state your why? And how does this help you go through tough stuff? Take a moment and share this with your viewing partners or family. So we focus on Jesus, we know our why, and thirdly, we want to consider Jesus. I mean, you heard Jesus is always the right answer, right? It might kind of feel like that today, but it really is. The writer to the Hebrews told us, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you'll not grow weary and lose heart. Consider. That's not just a casual word. The word means to contemplate, to think about with intention or ponder something. 
thinking about what Jesus endured for us will strengthen us and help us to not lose heart. Four accounts called Gospels um, tell us the story of Jesus' life, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The things he did, the opposition he faced, the disappointments he endured, the betrayal of friends, the exhaustion of endless needs to be met, the attempts to discredit him, the tears he shed for others, the insults and the physical torture he endured leading up to his death on the cross. He did this all willingly for you and me to restore our relationship with God and let us spend eternity with him. We can't think about or consider someone, though, that we don't know. And if we do know him, we need to keep getting to know him more to continue to appreciate what he's endured for us. So I want to encourage you this week, start reading one of the gospel accounts of Jesus' life. Luke is a great one to read leading into Christmas. Read it and notice what Jesus went through for you and me across his life, not just the cross, but all the years leading up to that. Write down your observations. Consider Jesus. Spend 10 minutes a day just meditating on what he has endured for you and me. See what happens when you think about what he has endured and what you're facing. So friends, we focus on Jesus We know our why and remind ourselves of it, and we consider Jesus. Which of these did you need to be reminded of today? Would you take a moment and share that with your viewing partners or family, and then pray for one another, and we'll come back. We are all in this race together. Becca made it to the end of her Ironman and was able to check each of the boxes for the different parts of the race. But friends, I don't know if you noticed in those pictures, she was not alone. She had a team of family and friends around her, cheering her on, following her on the bike, running with her for parts of the marathon. And you have a support team too. Let us know what you are going through. Let us pray for you, us and others. Invite us in to your story. Jesus is called the author and finisher of our faith. Part of what he accomplished for us is the guarantee that we will finish if we just stay in the race. Not if we perform perfectly, because we won't. Not because we score 100% on some grit assessment, because we probably won't do that either. Sometimes we will falter and maybe even fall to pieces, but he is with us to help us get back up on our feet and keep going. We are in this together, Evergreen, with Jesus leading the way. Let's live with grit this week. 
And Jesus, I just pray for us now, Lord, that you would help each one of us to be freshly filled with your Holy Spirit, empowered to live the life that you've called us to. Would you help us to embrace what we're going through? Lord, around that Thanksgiving table, would you help us to be grateful for who is there and to pray for those who are not? But to do that, Lord, with a sense of perseverance. We're in this together. We will finish this race. And we ask for that in Jesus' name. Amen.